The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. After the transfiguration, Jesus with Peter, James, and John came down from the mountain. When they came to the crowd, a man came to Jesus, knelt before him, and said, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic, and he suffers terribly. He often falls into the fire and often into the water, and I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Jesus answered, You faithless and perverse generation, how much longer must I be with you? How much longer must I put up with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him, and the boy was cured instantly. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? Jesus said to them, Because of your little faith, for truly I tell you, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. The Gospel of the Lord. Jesus uses the failure in healing this epileptic to teach what faith truly is. Now this episode follows immediately after the transfiguration, which the disciples saw the glory of God, and it follows Jesus sending the disciples out to cure the sick and preach the good news. It follows all of those miracles that the disciples witnessed, such as Jesus walking on the water and the feeding of the 5,000. Jesus is trying to teach these future leaders of the church what faith truly is. One can imagine that these disciples, still learning, probably put a lot of emphasis on their own abilities. They were, after all, part of Jesus' inner circle. They were apostles. That position likely gave them false confidence. Externals, privilege, position, pious accommodation, rather than focus on God and His power, is probably what was at the heart of their failure. Once the disciples finally learn that it's faith in God, in His power, and they do learn it, they will turn the world upside down as we see in the Acts of the Apostles. And indeed, Jesus in John's Gospel teaches that faith in Him can allow us to do remarkable things. He says, He who believes in me, the works I do, he shall do. And greater than these shall he do because I am going to the Father. What we really have to look at here is not just externals, but the interior life. And that's what the apostles really succeeded at because they managed to convert the Roman Empire. Now how? Because they relied on the power of God and they led pagans to realize that putting their faith in God, confessing their sins, trusting that their sins could be forgiven, that they could come to a 
new life. That is what changed the world. And the Church Fathers would come to say that redemption of a single soul is much greater than the creation of the material universe, which corresponds to what Jesus said. If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. So that interior life is really what Jesus is pointing to. That's where the mountains get moved. And we are constantly engaged in that interior conversion. And now we have obstacles, of course. And the greatest obstacle, I think, today is scandal. Scandal in the culture, scandal especially in the church. How does that affect faith? Well, it can affect it very seriously. But what faith really is, and this is what Jesus is teaching, what the church is always teaching is that faith is an act of the will. J.R.R. Tolkien, in one of his letters, wrote, faith is an act of the will inspired by love. And I think that's why the first reading from Deuteronomy said, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. You shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. So it begins in love. Faith, then, is nurtured by that love. The problem here is that scandal is a temptation because it can tempt us to turn away from God. Just the emotion of the depth of the scandal. But what does Tolkien say? He says, scandal is at most an occasion of temptation, as indecency is to lust, which it does not make, but arouses. Now, we definitely have to call out scandal when we see it, but then we have to say, okay, but that does not affect my faith in the teachings of Christ and in the church. Those are separate issues. Yes, they're not being lived out, and that has to be taken seriously, but faith is an act of the will inspired by love of God and the teachings of his church. It's not a single moment a final decision, I will believe, and that's that. It's rather a permanent repeating of this love, this desire that God completely be at the heart of my life. And despite the scandals and my own failures, I will not turn away from love. And that's what the Shema in the first reading was definitely getting at. Teach your children day in and day out, post it on your doorposts, Memorize it, the teachings of God, with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love God. Love God alone. So let us pray for the church. Let us pray for our own increase in faith in these difficult times. So that we may nurture, not just our own interior life, but the life of the church and our brothers and sisters who are struggling.